We yeah. need the collective minds here. We do. Of our listener group at WTMJ. Who's offering me something for free? <laughs> R-E-E. <laughs> we, deserve, we deserve something for free if one of our local teams wins 12 in a row. Absolutely. Who's, who's stepping up for the ads? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Text Vince to 855-616-1620. That's the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. And we will link you up with our podcast, which has the, the build-out and the picture that everybody was talking about yesterday. Yes. So I showed the courtroom sketch art of you and me to my kids. Oh, yes. What was their reaction? Two of them knew who the drawings were of. My oldest is like, who's that? I'm like, dude, that's me. <laughs> I had no idea that that was a Knowing your you. kids a little bit, that's the one I would have pegged. Like, yeah, who's that? I don't know who Noah. that is. Uh, so Jim McKiernan, a local sketch artist who does courtroom sketches, uh, that's one of his jobs. Uh, he's based out of Madison, joined us yesterday, and he drew us up a picture to humor us, and I uh, discussed it with him. Vince was easier than Eric. Eric, you have a very common uh, structure to your head, okay. whereas Vince has got much more uh, angular things. And those, when you have something like that, it's kind of easier to capture. You got Eric's uh, hair perfect, and that's a signature piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, yeah, that's it. It's it's not really a caricature, but it is something about the character of the person, and, and a, a quaff like that is is pretty great to have. He likes to focus on a couple of things and make sure that the. The drawing or the subject has those things. I think it was interesting that he mentioned the the term caricature. So if yeah. you've ever gone to like the street side vendor who's, oh, we'll do a caricature, you and your... Right. You, they give you a big nose Right. Or they, something. they pick that one feature and then yeah. really over-accentuate it. So he's, he did admit like to a degree, I'm right. going to do that. I'm going to find, you know, what's an identifying feature that works for this person. But at the same time, you don't want to hurt what you're doing. You don't want to, you know, blast the integrity of what you're trying to give to the... The, uh, the newspapers or the TV station. I did ask him, have you ever received any suggestion or advice from the defendant or a lawyer saying, hey, you know, Jim, help me out here. I want to shave off 10 pounds. Make me look a little bit better. <laughs> Almost always. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, heck yeah. The attorneys especially. Can you just fill in the bald spot on the back of my head? <laughs> I thought that was a fantastic answer. I, I, I would have thought that he would say, ah, once in a while, somebody would No, always. <laughs> hey, man, help me They're out. always into me, like, hey, make me look good. <laughs> Come on, a little stronger, how about? I don't even know what the point of that is, though. Like, fill in the bald spot on the back of my head. When you get home, it's still there. <laughs> what are you going to do, show that picture to your wife? And by the way, if you do see the picture, Debbie said we looked like Matt Damon and uh, Brad Pitt. So we got that going for us. I totally agree. 7.15, Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The offseason activities are fully underway in Titletown this week as the Packers are still on the hunt for their next defensive coordinator. ESPN's Rob Domoski joined 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee on Tuesday to share his thoughts on what head coach Matt LaFleur did at the end of the season for his team's defense which included being more involved with the meetings and what it could mean in the Packers' search. But I do think it's, it's a sign that Matt LaFleur is not just an offensive play-calling head coach anymore, is that he knows for them to get to the next level, 
he's got to be, he's either A, got to hire somebody that's more competent than Joe Barry, or B, he's got to be more involved. And maybe it's C, both. Green Bay did add two more names to the search on Tuesday. This is according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Ravens secondary coach, Denard Wilson, and inside linebackers coach for Baltimore, Zach Orr. Over to College Hoops, where the ninth-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles secured their fifth win in a row. This one on the road in Villanova for the 85-80 win. Kolick has it in the right corner. Kolick will try another three. Good again! Again! Yeah, he Kolek. just gave us the normal rainbow. He didn't throw that one up to the roof. Homer and Tony Smith on the call for 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Marquette at one point gave up a 20-point lead, but Kolick helped rally the team in the second half hitting five three-pointers on the night and scored a career-high 32 points to help secure the 16th win for Marquette. He was incredible. I didn't even know he had 32 points. I, I usually have a good sense for what guys have, but uh, he was attacking all night long. They, they kind of backed off of him and allowed him to shoot some threes. I liked his aggressiveness. Listen, we're up 25 minutes into the game. It was a strange game, and at times we kind of lost sight of that. We kind of thought we had already won, and, and Villanova took the aggressiveness advantage, but we took it back, and that was a phenomenal job by our guys in the last 12 minutes of the game. Head coach Shaka Smart there following the win for Marquette a few days off here here for his Golden Eagles as Georgetown is up next on Saturday. And lastly, we'll head over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks are back on the road tonight in Portland as their West Coast road trip continues on. Doc Rivers made his debut on Monday in a 113-107 loss, but even in that loss, the Bucks' two-time MVP Giannis Adenokounmpo was encouraged by what he saw from his new head coach. It was great. It was great. Coach staff got to have patience with the players. Players got to have patience with the coach staff, but I feel like for the first game, it was good. Like We, we came right out of the gate, played good basketball, moved the ball, got a big lead, but then we wasn't able to score the ball. Defensively, we were good. Offensively, he's just letting us play free. It was good. You know, We're going to keep on getting better. Bucks Trailblazers tonight. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 8.30, a 9 p.m. tip-off. And real quick, Vinny, before I let it go, the ads, 11 wins in a row. They'll go for number 12 on Friday. Remarkable hockey and basketball apparently being played in Milwaukee. Yeah, I saw John Greenberg, president of the Admirals, last week, and we were talking about the Republican National Convention. Mm-hmm. They're obviously right there in the security footprint, and he's been talking yep. about talking with the Secret Service and what they would like to see. You know, Here's when we want you guys you know, pretty much out of here. He's like, well, just so you all know, we expect to be playing late into June. <laughs> We're in the playing Calder for the Cup, Cup finals. So, uh, yeah, so just so you guys ruin know. your plans there. <laughs> 7.20 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, if you're able, get the live stream going this morning. I want to bring you into the studio for this one because we have a visual element. Text WATCH to 855-616-1620 to watch online or just click the Watch Now button on your app or on our website. Have you seen the size of the Brewers new like monster vision scoreboard going up in center field. <laughs> it's always big though, isn't it? I feel like I hear the story every couple of years that the, a new scoreboard, bigger, better, larger. Well, so it always has to be bigger, right? This is more than twice the size of the original one out there in center field. I mean, it's <laughs> awesome. absurd. Awesome. It's monster vision. Greg Hill, producer of the program, has it up on the live stream right now. I th- I opened this up and like I need a picture. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they have two, too, don't they? Yeah, and then there's one going up on the right field corner, and then yeah. they're doing some stuff behind home plate as well. But the feature will be 12,000 square feet, a little bit north of that. In full HD. Yeah, LED screen. It's going to look yeah. awesome. I mean, I'm young, uh, old enough to remember you know, the county stadium scoreboard, and that thing was— The yellow lights. That thing was old when I started going to games, right? <laughs> yeah. You could barely see. During a rain delay, they'd be putting like the baseball bunch up there, or this week in baseball— 
trying to watch. I'm like, I don't know. I can't see what's happening. Some of the lights would be out. <laughs> right. This thing is awesome. So we've got that up on the live stream right now. Text the word watch for that. How much for a ticket, E, from the Ice Bowl? Ticket stub is up online for auction, signed oh. by Packers. It's signed okay. by the coach of said game, Packers legend Vince Lombardi. And it's the, the stub is in good shape. It's got the coach's signature very visible on it. Is and it it's like in a frame? nice little case. Okay. Yeah. It's a nice All right. Case. So that's probably price. Yeah, I'd say yeah. more than what? How 10, much? 10, 000, more than 10000 10000 bucks. That's a year in the neighborhood, actually. I, I thought it was cheap. Not cheap, but I thought relative to... You'd expect it would be yeah. more? Well, what is it? Right now, it's going for about $16,500. What the hell's going on out here? It's a nice piece. It's up on... It's a decent thing for the basement, you know, or wherever you watch the games and have your Packers swag. Heritage Auctions has it up online. It's been sold at auction before. Now, apparently, the ticket holder was a guest in Lombardi's Alloway home after the game that night. He knew someone who knew something, That's and if, awesome. if you know the lore, like Coach lived kind of near the river, near the Fox River in Alloway, which is right near Green Bay, and I know that because I lived up there for a number of years, and I know I've driven by the house because everybody kind of knows where it is. Oh, that yeah, was Lombardi's yeah. house, and he would have people over after the game, so I guess this guy said, Coach, would you sign my ticket? And he did. The bid right now is at $16,500, so if you want to get in on it, 17000 is the next bid they'll accept. So would that always appreciate, like if you purchase that, could you put it up for auction and... 15, 20 years and get even more just because of the antiquity of it. I feel fact. like the sports memorabilia game has taken a hit over the years, don't yeah. you? I mean, the, the, I mean, the fact that, that it's signed by Lombardi makes it more unique, right? I, I agree. And the things that are relics, the this was actually there, I think are more valuable than here's a signed jersey, here's a signed yeah, card, you. right? Yep. You know, like things that we've seen mm-hmm, more and mm-hmm. more often. But this was, a, this was there, man. This yeah. was a real ticket and coach signed it in his basement right there in Alloway. So 17 k is what you need to get in on the auction. Doc gets a shot at his first win, or another shot, I should say, his first win at head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Brandon Snide looks ahead in sports at 745. You know, when I first um, was made aware of TikTok, this was the song I kept hearing on TikTok. <laughs> Little Jason Derulo. Okay. Uh, I think he's safe, but a lot of other well-known artists will no longer be heard on TikTok if things stay the same. So like Taylor Swift, Bad Bunny, Billie Eilish, many others will not be heard because the deal between Universal Music Group, that studio, and TikTok falls through today. Basically, TikTok says, hey, this is the price we're going to pay you for you to have all this playtime on our on our app. Okay, and they're saying not good enough. And Universal not enough. said no. You can't do. You can't have our stuff for a cheaper price. Like I guess they claim that TikTok is asking for less. Now TikTok would argue, hey, this is a free service. We're like we're we're giving you a billion users to listen to all this music, and you're getting paid. It's not. Yeah. We're not asking for it for free. However, UMG, the Universal Group, says it's not enough. They're not giving nearly as much money for the artist compensation and the money that they want. So right now. After today, all that music, which is a lot, we're talking U2, Adele, Bieber, Ariana Grande, Harry Styles, yeah, all names. of those wow. big names, which are very popular with the youngins, will no longer be heard on TikTok. Who has more to lose? Because TikTok's going to beat TikTok even without them. I wonder if the artists have more to lose, just to, if they have less leverage, just because where do young people discover new music? Not on the radio. They don't listen to the radio anymore. TikTok. So how how are they aware of new artists or new songs that they ultimately want to pay more for for the full version? 
It's TikTok. And if I know a 14-year-old, 14-year-old isn't going to be upset if they can't find Coldplay. They'll just find something find else something to else. post on All their All right, video. that's not there. I'll do this now. <laughs> right. What's the oh no? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no 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 no! I'm not no. following. Keep yeah, going. you know oh, that yeah. song. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> I about. I don't even know if that's a real song. <laughs> no, it is. It's like a sped up version of the. I think it's from 1960 something or other. The. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that one. <laughs> not this one. No. <laughs> News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. We're rolling here on a Wednesday morning, Wisconsin's morning news. Coming up just after 8 o'clock, the top of the hour news. We're going to get a little bit more into this situation where, uh, tragically, a 49-year-old woman, according to the medical examiner's office, appears to have frozen to death after falling on ice at a bus stop in Milwaukee. She was on her way home from work. And an ambulance was dispatched to the scene far sooner than emergency crews actually went to work on her. They attempted to revive her couldn't and the reason was the first ambulance crew on the scene didn't stick around there was a 911 call a private ambulance service curtis was dispatched to the scene to the intersection there on the north side and they couldn't find the woman they drove around a number of times they placed a call to her cell phone she didn't answer and so the crew left and the president of that ambulance service said that's the protocol the ems system here worked as designed the first ambulance, which was for a low-priority call, was there within four minutes. Worked as it was designed. Did it, though? Some folks disagree strenuously, and we'll get into that just after ten o'clock, uh, just after 8 o'clock this morning. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marquette Golden Eagles continued on with their winning ways on Tuesday night as they knock off Villanova on the road. This one by a final of 85-80. to 80. Here's a steal by Kolek. He'll come in from the right against Dixon. He will lay it up and in. That was the right hand. Kolek has a word or two for the Villanova fans. Homer and Tony Smith on the call for 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Tyler Kolek leading the charge for the ninth-ranked Golden Eagles with a career-high 32 points. And with the win, Marquette securing their fifth straight victory. Man, it's a a heck of a team win. Really proud of our guys for hanging in there. I can't believe that we've come in here three times the last three years and won because (laughs) this is not an easy place to play. Head coach Shaka Smart there following the win for his Marquette Golden Eagles. They'll be back on the road Saturday against Georgetown. Over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks season-long West Coast road trip marches on tonight with a trip out in Portland. On Monday, the Bucks fell in their opening game of the trip to Denver in the coaching debut of Doc Rivers. Despite that loss, though, Coach Rivers liked what he saw from his new team. Oh, they're great. They're, they're a very coachable team. They're, they're adults. You know, this is not... Uh, this team is so far. I mean, uh, but they are—they're very coachable. Uh, that that will never—that won't be a problem with this group. The Bucks have won three straight against Portland as they look to make it four tonight in the return for Damian Lillard against his old team. Tip-off is set tonight for 9 p.m. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ beginning at 8:30. And lastly, we'll head over to baseball, where believe it or not, spring training isn't too far off the schedule for our Milwaukee Brewers. It's been a busy offseason for the crew and for general manager Matt Arnold, who shared some of his thoughts on the direction he believes his team will take after signing Reese Hoskins 
to a two-year deal. We're trying to win as many games as we can here this year and and in the long run, you know, and so that's a tricky thing for us to balance. But I think when we're able to add veterans here with the type of track record that that Reese has, that's really exciting, you know, and, and you know, candidly, I wasn't sure we were going to be able to to access a player like him and and just were, I couldn't be more excited to to have this type of profile here because he, he fits so well, you know, it's just the type of player that we've needed and we've had a lot of success here and we're certainly proud of that. And just having somebody like Reese, just as he mentioned, earlier just continuing to add to that is something that we're we're really excited about pitchers and catchers set to report to arizona for the brewers on february 15th and quickly here vince greg pancake hill brought up a good point the admirals have won 11 straight now normally if the brewers are in this predicament we get some free burgers you know i hadn't thought about that we gotta light somebody up we gotta get something free if they get 12 friday night could be 12 for the Milwaukee Admirals, and I'm I'm thinking we got we we got to get John Greenberg and get him on here and uh, get well, it's not Greeny's problem. Somebody else has to step I suppose. in, right? You know, I the suppose. Brewers don't give up free burgers. That's Webb. <laughs> That's true. So we need we yeah. need the collective minds here. We do of our listener group at WTMJ. Who's offering me something for free? F R E E. We deserve we deserve something for free if one of our local teams wins twelve in a row. Absolutely. Who's who's stepping up for the ads? Go ahead, text it in. Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. I think we can all catch a pass. I don't think any of us are getting in a major league batter's box and hitting a pitch. Innovator. You get 10 cuts. Are you putting one in play? And Packers Hall of Famer. I think we take Wisconsin's morning news on the road. This would be a fun little case study to show you, and they're trying to strike us out. Okay. How we're going to do. I don't think it's going to be pretty. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tausch, did I have the right read on the Gina Della message that we got yesterday? Oh, you she crushed that. Worried. Yeah, I, yeah, I was <laughs> like, just what did telling... I, do wrong? Uh, I was just telling Pancake, it's always fun because with Gina... Whenever she texts, you never know. She has show <laughs> topics that she'll send me. And then there's times like, hey, crank this up. And been working with Gina now for seven years. And when she goes voice memo text on how awesome of a deal this is and we got to get this out in front of our, our fans, uh, you listen and you go. So, yeah, I saw it. I heard it. <laughs> Boom. And I just told Pancake, what a pro. What a pro you are. You get the picture of the phone buzzing as you're on air. What's going on? And then you go into that. That's why, Vinny, you're one of the best in the business. Yeah, right I wasn't uh, wasn't fishing for it, Tausch, but I appreciate it. Thank you. No, <laughs> well, no, but it, what I was just saying, tell me something that I just said that's not accurate. Right. You painted that picture, and now it's thinking, hey, we got till the 23rd of February. Let's get moving. Let's get it on. I want to run this by you. Eric and I were talking about this story. There's an online auction for a piece of sports memorabilia, and not all sports memorabilia is created equally. I feel like that market in some ways has taken a step back. We can get into that. But what, what's up online right now is a ticket stub from the Ice Bowl signed by Ooh. Coach Lombardi, and it's Ooh. online for an auction right now. Name your pre- What do you think it's at? Oh, man. Uh, right now, it's authenticated. It's autographed yeah. by Lombardi. Yeah, Legit Auction House has it up there, so it's not just some guy. I'm going to say right now it's at $37,000. See, I would have been in that neighborhood as well. Now, there's about three weeks to go. Could still get there, maybe. But it's at sixteen five, sixteen thousand five hundred. dollars It's going to get there. It's going to get there. So 
I have become friends with Darren Ravel, who is a sports business guy. He has been – I laughed at him when he said these ticket stubs are going to be worth money. And I can remember being at Super Bowls and people coming up as you're walking out of the stadium saying, hey, I'll give you 40 bucks for this ticket stub. And we're like, yeah, okay, yeah. It was like a Carolina <laughs> Panther Broncos. Yeah, what an idiot, this guy. Here's 40 bucks, and now they're making, Lord knows, selling it to uh, Broncos fans that won the Super Bowl. So – there is such a market, but there was one that Ravel texted me about. It was Vince Lombardi's signed check to Nick Boletari, who is an old tennis coach. When he and I mean, it's like old school. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you see people pull out the checkbook and write it out, and it's got like the carbon copy underneath it. That was the check Vince Lombardi wrote for tennis lessons with Nick Boletari down on vacation in Florida. And I wanted that check. I still want that check. And old boy won't sell it. At least not yet at that price. Has he has he named a price? Uh, he's good at that. He doesn't tell you all that. But <laughs> he wants you I to will tell be him what fascinated. I so I'll text him that uh, autographed uh, t- uh, ticket stub, and I'll be curious. I'll ask him to give me what that price is going to look because you said it's got three weeks left on the auction. Yeah, three weeks to go. There was another one. It was Forrest Gregg had written a check to Vince Lombardi for, I don't know if it was they had got a six-pack of beer. I don't know what the check was for, but Forrest Gregg had just passed. And I thought this, so I bid, and I am not a sports memorabilia guy, but obviously that Packers generation and where we're at, it would be an awesome piece of memorabilia to have in your office. And I was bidding, and I thought I won it, but what happens with these online auctions are, Someone puts a reserve bid if it doesn't get to that price. Even though you can be the winning bidder, it gets snatched away. Because I had thought we had won the bid, and then it turns out the Lombardi and Forrest Gregg check did not come across my deck. Oh. That's disappointing. Yeah, sorry about that. So will that yeah. stuff appreciate? So what would you, like if you were to buy yeah. one, Tausch, could you sell it in 10 years and, and make even more money if it's someone like a Lombardi or someone who's obviously no longer here? Well, I think that's obviously the, you know, you, you want to get the memorabilia stuff because it's sentimental and you like it. But let's be honest, we all want to make money, too. Yeah. Uh, when you do these transactions, you're hoping for it. And I'm guessing with Lombardi and the way football is, I, I think those things only are going to go up. It's just a matter of what price point you get it at some point. But I think Lombardi would be of all the, I think Reggie White and Lombardi would be the two that I really would want from an autograph standpoint, as a Packer fan. What's the Tausch rookie card go for these days? Ooh. Uh, probably a lot less than the Vince Lombardi. <laughs> Somewhere in the neighborhood of 16.5. It's Heritage Auction House is uh, the one if you want to look it up, Tausch. I'll take a look. I, I, so let's. what do you guys think right now, three weeks from today, we'll revisit this. What's the final price on that ticket stub? 25K maybe? I'll go 28. Yeah. Okay, I'll take the over on both of those. I'll say 30, and I'll price is right it that way.